It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 276. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijiron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Ichigo Gami. Oh, sorry, it's been a long day. You want to try that again, Ichi-chan? <laughs> and I'm Ichigo Gami. Good to see you guys. Good to see you. Good to see us. I, w- w- wait, where's the camera? What are you? Uh, you know what I mean. Damn it, damn it. Turn the camera off. I'm naked. Come on now. Uh, you pervert. How am I the it's pervert? Podcast. Well, that too. How am I the pervert? You're the one with the camera on me. I don't even have the camera on you, doofus. Talking about nice to see you. <laughs> You know, I love messing with you, Ichigo. I know you do. Yes. And Mako-chan is out this week. She is hanging out with DJ AJ at Music Fest somewhere out in Pennsylvania. So if you see her, for the love of God, buy her a drink and let that drink be water because she's going to need it. (laughs) We are live tonight. Week of August 9th, 2016, here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network. You can click on the link there and it'll bring you directly into the chat room if you have one of those chat clients. And don't forget, check-ins are now live, so swing by, earn some awesome uh, VOG points. If you are listening to this on the podcast, we will have a secret pass phrase somewhere in the show. Uh, head on over to, to uh, VOGnetwork.com, put in the phrase, and earn some points. And don't forget, we do post our, our summaries of our podcast every week on the VOG forum, so definitely swing by there and let us know what you think. And speaking of the forums, I got some cleaning up to do over there. Christ almighty. So, how is everybody? Eh. you go. Did we lose her again? No, oh. I'm here. I'm fine. I just can't find my glue. Mm. Ah. You can't find your glue? I think I know what that means. I feel like that dog in the meme that is just the room is on fire. Everything is fine. This is fine. Which this you, is fine. Which you can now get as a plush. Yes, he's super adorable. And he actually, I told a guy writing it just to say, no, this is not fine. Had yeah. the guy go on a fucking yeah. uh, tangent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lost his shit about that. So, And the fact that, that Ichigo's guy getting her glue is that countdown clock for Otakon. Would you friggin' do that countdown clock to me, Ranma? I'm about to murder some people. No, you, you gotta use the Y2J clock to uh, count down Otakon. <laughs> Horrible. Why do you do this to me? Because I have a soundboard right here, and it's not hard for me to find particular themes. But I'm going to remember the, the Jericho countdown clock for next year. 
Oh or, my god. Or, the next or for the next convention we'll go to. Yeah. Right. People don't let me measure them two and a half months out from their event. Fun times. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if you look at our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Rageinator says, wait, Ichigo wants to see Bronman naked? Ain't no one got time for that. What? I do not, thank you. Well, ex- I'm good. Excuse me, princess. But that's all right. Besides, Ichigo got her own baka she could see naked anytime, so. Yeah, buddy. I got my love cook. Um, But anyway, yep. This week is Otakon, so if I see you guys there, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be locked in the Hilton. Because there's like this magical curse that happens every year during the weekend. Otapon, where because I run the maid cafe, I'm not allowed to leave the Hilton. I was <laughs> trying to get into the damn Hilton, which somehow my reservation got clusterfucked in the system, and now my crew is over at the Radisson, which is not bad. It's only like two blocks away. Nice. It's one of the newer hotels. Like it's one of the ones that just got refurbished. I think. Mm-hmm. It's got a pool, like outside. Yeah. I think it's on the rooftop. That is. That's cool. what the. Uh, that's what the. What the. Uh, Hotel's website is saying anyway. Mm. Are you guys packed for con? Because I'm not. It only takes me like 15, 20 minutes to pack anyway, so I'm not too worried. I just got to uh, apply for Breeze all the cosplays. <laughs> I know that feeling. But um, no Otakon for me now. Uh, next year I'll be there. A lot of my friends will, are wanting me to come through, but, you know, it's like, I, I can't, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, oh. next year, we will see. Alrighty, when we're in D.C., it's going to be a different, it's going to be a completely different um, atmosphere, too. And the fact that Otakon's going to be right up the street from the White House. Yup. I, I expect one of my friends who, who does walk around as Obama to walk around as Obama. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Oh god, there's no way that could possibly end poorly. <laughs> I'm sure it won't. I mean, it's it's like walking around as a celebrity anywhere else. The only downside is, like, if you're dressed in anything other than, like, business formal, even if you don't want a photo taken of you, people will find a reason to take a photo of you. Um, I was up in D.C. the other day. Um, with a bunch of my Lolita friends, and we were just having a museum gathering, because we like to go to museums when we're all dressed up. Mm-hmm. And there were people that would literally, like, I would have to turn around. They would take out their phones, and before even asking anything, before even going, hey, can I take your picture? They would just take a picture. And I had to turn around and go, oh, I'm sorry, sir, we're not taking photos. Can you please not do that? And he was like, well, I don't know. Y'all are in a public place. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't mean that it gives you permission. I had to be sassy. And I don't usually like to do that. And I was surprised at how rude. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up for one second. Y'all get dressed up in frilly Lolita and go to the museum? Yeah. We have a lot of fun doing that. It was really weird, though, because I ran into one of my old-fashioned, like, my college professors. And now he knows what I do. It's not bad. Like, it's not a bad thing that he knows what I do now. thing to occur because my college is over five hours from where I live so 
Well, you know what? I'm going to have to grab my three-piece suit and join y'all next time because I love going to museums. Oh, yeah. No, we go to museums. We went the the Hirschhorn last time. We go to MoMA. We go everywhere. I mean, like, if I go up to New York, I'll probably dress up in Lolita all weekend and go to the different museums and go to the Fashion District and all that stuff. You are going to have to help me do some type of EGA-esque style stuff so I can blend right in. Or else I'll be walking around with you with in slacks yeah. and a shirt. Dapper. Hmm? Definitely happy to help you get dapper. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was supposed to have a coattails jacket that I actually... Well, I was supposed to pay for this commission. But my <laughs> roommate at the time, she said, just pay me back later. But I never paid for it because I never got it because she slacked off. Because only yeah. thing I paid for was just the was the pattern. Now, okay. she didn't open the pattern until like the night, like two days before. She's one of those where she'll slack to the very last minute, then make the cosplay. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm very, very particular about how things are finished mm-hmm. and done because I was taught in school that if you can't turn it inside out and wear it and have no one go. You know, like, oh, that looks like it's inside out, dude. You're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I get very anal retentive about, like, people asking me last minute to do stuff. And I try not to be rude. Dear to the Lord, I try to be all milk and honey. I promise you. I am one of the sweetest people you ever meet. But if you ask me last minute, oh, hey, I know this is probably easy for you. Could you just make me a whole Trinity Blood costume with armor and hat and all that? And I, like, look at you side eye. That's me holding my tongue going... You can go screw yourself Um, because not only is it like really, really rude to do that. It's also just like it's really offensive. Like it's just you're asking an artist to do a lot of really great work for you in a a quality they want to put out for you. And do it for free. Yeah, you're almost asking them to do it for free, and then and then you get the sticker shock, okay? Like, I understand. There are people who want things last minute. I'll do little projects, like accessories or things like that last minute. But if it is a point where, like, it is a whole costume or something, and and then I go, okay, yeah, but you know there's going to be, a tw- like, a $20 additional express fee for this, um, you know, per hour, and they go oh, why? Why is it so expensive? And you go, it's because you're asking me to make it under my deadline time. I already have people in front of you, and it's not an easy costume to make. And they get stickers from that. So anyway, yeah, you know, cosplay problems. Mm, Who are you you kidding? (laughs) All right. We've slacked we've slacked off enough, so let's kick things off with how was your week, how was your day, Ari? Well, I got paid today and all that overtime money came in. Kaching Right on time. <clears throat> Unfortunately, you know as much as it is, it's it's uh, just mostly all gone anyway, between paying for the Paying for the room, paying for a bunch of other bills, paying a, a car payment, which I was on the hook for because the people I gave the money to last month, you know, didn't make the car payment, and I'm just like, they're just like, eh, whatever. Mm. But I have a, I have a bank full of coins. I'm gonna count up and cash in, j- just in case I have. I'm really strapped for cash. Shouldn't be too bad though. No. 
And like I said last week, I ended up going down to the Jersey Shore today, just for a couple hours. Well, I saw it. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I was wandering around Ocean City, you know, up and down the boardwalk for a couple times, getting like sampling all the neat little uh, confections they got everywhere. Uh, and let's see. I also stopped at <clears throat> stopped at uh, Shriver's to uh, get saltwater tapping. I was contemplating going to the, this, you know, super boss um, <clears throat> uh, caramel popcorn maker named Johnson's. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if any of y'all heard of it. No. But I was, you know, contemplating which one I wanted to do first. Like, first, so I just ended up going into the Shriver's and I saw they had these gift ba packages, which is the big tubs of the popcorn and the, and a pound box of the water of the salt water tap. I'm like, okay, that saves me a trip. Hell, all right then. Oh, and uh, let's see what else. Oh, it was also a uh, Pokemon Go gold mine down there. Okay, that's cool. You know, I just kept walking. Like, there's poker stops for days. You know, went up like a level and a half. You know, caught all sorts of nice, good stuff. Mm. I also bought some incense to burn because you know my apartment. I got a got a new little uh, holder and you know lighter. It was a it was at this place called the Surf Mall, and it had a little little theme layers, and I saw one that said Zack Ryder, and I'm like, I'll take that one. Woo, woo, woo. For a second, I thought you meant incense from Pokemon Go, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Not quite. I will say that, that, you know, a couple years ago, they had all sorts of Chinsia Jersey Shore-related merch with all those kind of, you know, catchphrases and shit on it? Yeah. Now the trend is the Pokemon Go teams. Well, of course, you gotta make your money, you gotta hustle. And, you know, some of these shit is really cheap looking. And I found a group, they were selling the, you know, Ash's hat, you know, from the first season. And it is, one version I saw was completely fucking green. Which was on my Facebook page, my uh, public Facebook page. I'm like, this bothers me. Welcome to Chinese bootleggers and tourist traps. I'm like, is someone, you know, doing the fucking uh, two-player colors for him? Ugh. Oh, this is so weird. Mm, I believe it. And like, not a single piece of Team Harmony merch anywhere. Oh, well. Because it really isn't a quote-unquote Team Harmony, you know, team. I mean, you'd have to, like, get that online or something like that. Pretty yeah, much. you'd have to like, Redbubble or um, DeviantArt or something or Etsy, because Team Harmony isn't a licensed one. It's just kind of, like, accepted canon by the majority of the fans. Yeah. The majority of the fans who still remember the second Pokemon movie and why Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos fighting is a very, very bad thing. I just think of them as frozen chicken, spicy chicken, and fried chicken. And all's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the water's great guardian rise up from the ceiling. Alright, what are you assholes doing this time? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, so that's how things have been going for me. Ichigo, how you been, girl? Well, uh, I guess a little disgruntled, but, um, that, it's Odin week, which means it's hell week. Um, I'm one of those weird, very rare commissioners that if I have problems I'm working on, um, and you're at the convention mat, I'll listen to you. So I just have a few things that I'm finalizing and finishing up, just because I like to make sure the quality is tip-top mm -hmm. before I get my little commissionees. And so I'm just kind of finishing up little things and getting packed, because I actually leave for Otakon tomorrow night. Um, basically, as soon as my husband gets home, we'll pack up the car and head out. But I've got to pack my sewing machine. I've got to pack all my co Like, I'm not really doing any costumes this year because I'm going to be super lazy. But I will be in Lolita. So if you see me in my frills, my hair is very purple now. So come say hi. Um, I'll basically be in the Hilton running the Maid Cafe. So that is what my, my life will be this week. I'll try and find you. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, um, I'm trying to go to Shake Shack on Friday night for dinner, so Shake Shack. Shake Shack is highly overrated. I like their stuff. They have the best for a burger place, but out of burgers, the best place I've ever been is a place called Burger Fi. And they did this charbroiled, um, like, Angus rib meat burger that was seasonal, and I was so sad when I didn't see it again. Mm. Um but yeah, so I'll be there. Um, if you're coming to Otakon, say hi. Um, but yeah, in general, that's been my, my last week, and this week is basically all about Otakon. Fun times. Cool. Oh, Ichigo, are you plugged in with your Bluetooth headset or not? No. Are you wearing headphones or something? I am wearing all right. For some odd reason, I have to turn your music down a lot because you cut in and out. Oh, that's so weird. Okay. Oh. Well, if nothing oh, else, but then it's not just me. Yeah. Best to try, and I will see if I can't find my microphone and get that set up really fast. But as I'm, far as I know, you know, this is the best setup I can have right now. All right. You know, we'll, we'll figure this out. We tend to jury rig shit around here. Oh yeah. Okay, my weekend day has been interesting. Um, my work schedule has been slightly adjusted, so it's been hard for me to get back to the gym, but I'm going to try, like, if not tomorrow, the following day, because I have to get adjusted to this new schedule, so it's not so bad. Um, I went ahead and ordered um, my cosplay for NDK, and I am cosplaying... Because Ari suggested this a long time ago, and I kept saying I was going to do it, I was going to do it. And then a friend of mine is doing a cosplay from this series, and she's like, you should do it. And I'm just like, alright, I'll have to do it. So, I am cosplaying Season 1 Brock from Pokemon. Half the problem was trying to find the right jacket. I mean, vest. And I'm opening it up. I think they they definitely sent me the wrong size. But you know what? I'm going to put it on later and just see how it feels. If it hangs the way it's supposed to, then I'll hold on to it. If not, I will send that shit right back. And be like, I need the right size sent to me. 
other than that, things have been going pretty well. You know, I went out on Sunday to a yearly barbecue that my friend has. I ran it. I hung out with my sister, brother-in-law, and niece, and a bunch of other friends as we cooked out on Roosevelt Island, and we tried to collect as many Pokemon as we can, and we were fighting for the light room, the lighthouse t- tower back and forth. And I can't believe you need 400 pieces of candy to evolve a damn Magikarp. What the fuck? It's them fucking Gyarados, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like at 150 right now. I don't even know how many I'm at. I'll check later. But, um... I achieved one of my summer goals, and that is acquiring Crystal Pepsi. I bought nine bottles of Crystal Pepsi earlier tonight. I am about to finish this first bottle because I ate because I had it with my with my dinner, and the remaining eight are chilling in my fridge right next to my twelve bottles of Sprite Remix. And I'm going to get another four bottles, line them up, take a picture, and post it on my Twitter to uh, Pepsi and Coke, and be like, "Thanks for giving me an epic summer." Mm. It tastes almost just like how it used to Because remember Remember kids back in the day Pepsi was made with real sugar Now it's something called High fructose corn syrup If you want the real deal You probably you have to see if there is a place That imports Coke and Pepsi From Mexico Well there's actually or, like Different see, kinds of bottles that say yeah. Made with real sugar Like it's some kind of you know Hip promotional deal. Yeah, or if you could find bottles of Throwback, which I think they finally done away with. No, they still have them at WalMarts and stuff like uh, that. You just have to be at the right department store. Yeah, it's 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 very scarce. I mean, I could go right up the street and get a bottle of of uh, vanilla Coke, but um, I have to I have to jump I have to travel to Jersey just to get a bottle of Pepsi Throwback or something like that. Oh Mountain, man, who Mountain remembers Lime Diet Coke? Because I do. What? Oh. Lime Diet Coke? Oh, yeah, you don't yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, oh, it's yeah, the yeah, grossest yeah. stuff. Now Coke I remember. Lime. Yeah, I remember Diet Coke. Now I remember it. Okay, it took a second. Oh, it was so bad, but it was so good. Well, that was good. And I remember Pepsi Blue. I only digested one bottle of that, and I was like, never again. I liked Pepsi Blue. I didn't see what the big deal was. Well, I found out the reason why they discontinued it, but. I don't. I just couldn't the die, right? Yeah. It was the die. I couldn't really get into that, but I, but I used to have. I used to drink bottles of vanilla Coke and Pepsi Vanilla back and forth. You see, the vanilla Coke it was very strong because Coke has like a stronger sugar content as opposed to Pepsi, which Pepsi is a lot more mellow, which is why I liked the Pepsi Vanilla a lot more because it was just a nice mellow blend. Yeah, Coke with vanilla. Was was very much more like a cream soda than a Coke. I don't. Know, it was too strong for that. But but I you know. Uh. I still remember the holiday spice Pepsi. I like that stuff. I think I tried that once. It was like cinnamony or something like that. I can't entirely tell. Ew! They made like a pumpkin spice like cola. Ew. What? I mean, like, I know that um, that one off-brand of, of cola makes, like, Thanksgiving flavors of cola. Jones Soda, yeah. Yeah, Jones mm. Soda, but I'd never heard of Holiday Spice. That sounds like the, the white like, earliest soda. 
That was like late 90s, early 2000s. Oh my god. I remember xentertainment.com, the guy who runs it, made his uh, friends try the Jones soda holiday, like, Thanksgiving package. Ew. It was... The reviews were ranged from meh to disgusting. Mm. Well, like, turkey with gravy soda, okay. Like, ugh. And you wonder why I don't drink soda anymore. I prefer coffee. I even liked mm. coffee-flavored Coke, like when they did the coffee and Coke mm. beverage, and people yeah, were like, ew, that was good. I like well, when you come up to New York City, I'm going to get you some Manhattan Special. Because Manhattan, okay. Manhattan Special is soda and not coffee, but um, espresso. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I think the 7-Eleven by Neek has it, but I'm going to double check. So when you come up to visit, I'm going to hit that before I meet, meet up with y'all in the city. Or, if, like I said, y'all decide to drive up. We can walk up the street and get it before we do our awesome travel adventures. Sounds cool. Hmm. All right. Um, did I update the thing? Yes, that is updated. Okay. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about, briefly talk about WCS. Well, what it is, where we ranked, our thoughts, and then we're going to move on to the news of the night. That sounds good, doesn't it, y'all? Yeah, sounds like fun. Sure, we'll go with that. Awesome, awesome stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll be back.
Okay, now that we got that out the way, um, we're gonna take a um take a sidestep for just a bit, and we're gonna talk about WCS. We tend to do that every year, give or take, when someone from the U.S. does place and represents us, or if it's somebody that we know, something like that. So far, I'm kind of thankful. A couple of the teams I know that went, I'm chill with, so I'm happy, proud of them, you know. So. But as y'all know, I tend to focus more on conventions and so forth. So Ichigo over here is going to give us a brief rundown of WCS and all that good stuff. So it's all yours, my dear. Hi. Okay. Um. So World Cosplay Summit is kind of it's like almost the um. Yeah. Fuck, did we lose her again? Oh, no, that... Is it her microphone or something? I don't think it's her microphone, it's her system. She was telling me that her computer was going in and out, so pretty much right after um, tonight's show, I'm going to help her to get things back up and running. So, hopefully that will work. Hmm. We'll give it a couple more, then we'll move on, and then we'll come right back and see. Hopefully. Give or take. I hate it when this happens. Well, I don't think we could blame uh, Skype for this. It's probably the fault of her computer. Well, like I said, I'm going to help her to get things back up and running. Alright. We're going to come back to that in just a bit. Um, Wait, wait. All right, no, that was something else. All right, so, Ari, why don't you talk about um, tattoos at the Olympics? Okay, I'll let me bring it up. Let me <clears throat> find the Olympic theme as well. So, the 2020 Olympics could change tattooing in Japan forever. Uh, the 2016 Rio Olympics are underway, and athletes from around the globe are competing for gold. Mm. Many, Olympi- many of these Olympians are inked, as are the spectators who flock to the games, and all are given hope to those who want to. Japan hosted the next summer games to become more open-minded about tattooing. Numerous Olympic athletes get tattoos as a way to literally mark the event, and teams also get matching designs as a way to bond. <clears throat> but tattoos can also be like a talisman explaining why athletes who depend so much on their body wouldn't want to get them. To enhance the way they look, for example, functions good luck charms, protect themselves, etc. Mm-hmm. Already at Rio, we see a ton of athletes showing off tattoos both new and old. Same goes for years past. Uh, let's see. Where is it? While no one at the 2016 Olympics is batting much of an eye, the 2020 Olympics could prove trickier. As Kotaku previously talked about, authorities in Japan are trying to make tattooing illegal by claiming one must be a licensed medical practitioner to pierce the skin and insert ink. Which is new to me, but anyway. Mm. Vlade Pointe was created at the turn of the century due to problems that arose over permanent makeup tattoos. Tattooers in Japan correctly said they come from an entirely t- different tradition. They devote the li- their lives to learning, perfecting, and personalizing motifs and designs. This isn't, this isn't something anyone with a medical license can do. What tattooers in Japan want is the respect the craft rightly deserves. Mm-hmm. And one of the trends you see is people getting the Olympic rings tattooed on them because, well, they're Olympians. Of course. 
Uh, during the Tokyo Olympics, it's unlikely that athletes will be asked to cover them up. Right now, whenever ink foreign athletes appear on Japanese TV, they have their tattoos on display for all to see. However, Japanese competitors with tattoos, and yes, I can tell you they most certainly exist, tend to keep their work covered. People want to fairly judge them and make all kinds of unnecessary and incorrect assumptions. <clears throat> because apparently people still associate tattoos with Yakuza as like a blanket thing, no matter yeah. what they are. <clears throat> so, in short, they don't want to offend their uptight customers, and internationally the incident came off as culturing sense of Burlington. What was it? <clears throat> oh, yes, right. Uh, there was a scholar from New Zealand named Aranate Tehayeta Brewerton, who was speaking at an academic forum about Hokkaido's indigenous Ainu people, who wasn't allowed in the hot springs because of the Maori facial tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Maori have a huge uh, you know, history of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I hope they have four years to, uh, you know, kind of get less irritated about it, so here's hoping. Alright, so, you know, and it's interesting, one of my friends, he's over in Japan right now, he's actually spending a month there, and he actually got ink done while he's out there, so I am hoping... Neat! Yeah. Um, he's been posting pictures, if I can find a good shot, I'll show you. But, um, I am hoping that, you know, in 2020, when all these Olympians go to Tokyo for the summer games and they see all the Olympians with these tattoos that they'll see that, you know, it's not really a bad thing. I get it, you know, even here in the States, you know, there, when you get tattoos, you there are good guys that get it and bad guys that get them, so... And uh, Ichigo just got back to us. Her uh, power adapter cut out, so she's probably done. Oh damn it. Yeah. But I think we can do it for the two of us. I think we got this. Yeah. I don't if, think it'll be too big a deal. If anything, it'll be a short show. <laughs> So, uh, you taking the next one? Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of wanting to make... just kind of want this theme to kind of ride out, you know? Oh, okay. Plus, this is the first time I've actually heard the whole thing from start to finish. Because everybody knows, like... Yeah, they usually put in the uh, refrain from it in the commercials. Yeah, this part. Which is... This is actually the opening. I'm at the... Oh, that part? Yeah. I've never really heard that in the commercials. I always hear this for the eye catches, you know? Oh, yeah, that's all. See, I wouldn't mind that if uh, Daniel Bryan had that as his theme, but, you know, hey. <laughs> Can't complain. Mm-hmm. But, um, we're going to switch over to um, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go has been getting a lot of traction lately. Like, there was an article out that said that Niantic pulled in over $200 million that first month alone of the game. So that's really something. But, um, mm -hmm. 
this lawsuit that I'm going to talk to y'all about, I actually shared this on my private Facebook some time ago, and I'm like, what is wrong with y'all, Jersey? No offense. Yeah, I know. So, here's the thing. A New Jersey resident by the name of Jeffrey Martyr filed a class action lawsuit against Nintendo, the Pokemon Company, and Niantic Labs um, last week, claiming the game entices players to trespass by placing Pokestops and gyms on private property without the owner's permission. He wants compensation and a change in the game's practices. He states that since the game started, he's seen strange people all over his property with their phones. He says people have knocked on his door to act, request access to his yard to catch a Pokemon. The lawsuit also cites other cases similar to his, as well as a placement of Pokestops at the, the, at the Holocaust Memorial Museum. Yeah, a uh, ghastly was found there. That, that That's no good. Inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And now there are, comp- there are like, the museum and as well as other places that are putting in requests to be removed from the game, which is understandable and rightfully so. Now, here's the thing. We were all raised with common sense to, you know, not to trespass or go on other people's property, you know. So when you're playing this game, that make- it's the same thing. I mean, if you're close enough where you're not on the person's property to, you know, to go to the poke stops and the gyms, do that. If they're in somebody's backyard, well, knock on the door, you know. And I get, you know, why this guy is being bothered. I get that. I mean, if it was me, I would just put a sign on the door, please do not knock on my door to collect po-, you know. And if you're going to knock on my door regardless, I'm going to yell at you. But in the latest release of the game... They have put in these warnings and updates to let people know. Evidently, you got to add common sense to the common sense. And people still don't listen to it. Nope. What the next song is definitely for you. The next article is definitely for you, bro. Oh boy. I saw. I saw this video the first time, I'm like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, the Pokemon X, Y, and Z character song project added Pikachu's first ever solo song, and it's all about ketchup. Do we know why Pikachu loves ketchup, or he just does? Here's the thing. Back in the, in the Indigo, you know, travels, there was a point where Ash, Brock, and Missy had to were in disguise, you know, giving out, giving themselves fake names for infiltrating some kind of like manor slash gym. I, mm-hmm. I forget most of the details, but as a couple of throwaway scenes, you know, little background tidbits or whatnot, you know, just yeah. <clears throat> things like, hey, look at P-, like you see Pikachu. He had a ketchup bottle on hand, was you know just licking the ketchup out of the top of it as you know squeezing it, and then there's a scuffle. And the next time we see Pikachu, he's holding the broken ketchup bottle in his hand and has a mournful look on his face. Mm-hmm. And from there, the Phantom just assumed Pikachu was totally obsessed with ketchup from there on. Okay. The joke kind of wore thin. 
Understandable, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. The Electric Mouse Pokemon is the current face of Japanese food company Kagome's Ketchup Adaze Pokemon campaign. It's Pikachu's third stint. Wait, third stint? Ugh. Mm. Representing the country's ketchup, a match closely thank chosen thanks to easy pun Pikachu instead of Pikachu. Magikarp's official fan dub release are owed to the notorious Usually Fish. Slowpoke also got its own relaxed reggae theme. The character song project is currently streaming themes for Ash, Puny Chan, and Team Rocket. Alright, let's take a quick listen to this. Oh boy. Oh, this is so cute. Cute. That was I don't cute. know which will induce the diabetes easier, the ketchup or this song. <laughs> I think it's the I think the song will do it to you. To register for participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase "Mailman." Oh man! I think Ichigo is back with us. I am back, thankfully. Yay, technology. No, it's okay. I am sorry, guys. For some reason, my adapter decided to give out right in the middle of me talking. At least it didn't, like, flip to a black screen, which it's done on occasion. Um, yay, my luck. She's back, and she's badder than ever. And you better watch out, all you lonely fanboys. It's Ichigo oh Gami 2, The Revenge, coming soon to <laughs> Xbox One. I'm gonna die. Okay, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So yes, because the cutest ones are always the most evil. You We've mean, learned this you, you from mean, all our anime knowledge. You mean to tell me you've not you have not seen a fan art where Lolita's running around with guns and swords? I mean, come on, I've seen it. Oh no, I totally do. We've we've totally planned days where we want to like do submerge dying and have a bunch of like M16s and dye them pink and cover them in glitter and fake flowers and then go to the range. Hey, I'm all up for that shit. I know how to fire a gun. I have a really good um eye for the pistol even though I'm blind as a bat. Well, I won't tell if you won't tell. <laughs> but yeah, Sorry about that, guys. It's okay. Glad to be back. <laughs> Alright, so you were getting ready to tell us a bit about WCS. Okay, so wrapping back to WCS, as much as uh, coming up after Pikachu is very intimidating. Um, <laughs> so w WCS is kind of like uh, Miss America, or Miss Universe. It's a, it's a pageant-style event run for cosplayers um it's held in different countries with preliminaries in different areas of the country now um in the u.s not only does like one area have preliminaries but like um i think 
I don't want to say an amazement might have had them. And then, of course, like Katsukon had them. But then places out in California, like Anime Expo, might have them and things like that. So they're outsourcing all these things to try and get finalists for each nation. And then each nation is kind of represented at WCS World Cosplay Summit. Um, then what they do is they build these very extravagant costumes and then they compete and they build backdrops and they create skits and musical numbers and things of that nature. It's almost like a live action anime music video, um, but with, of course, live action. So it's Animal very. Like in Park. Uh, I don't think any of them did. Mm. But um, most of it was stuff that was very true to the show. Um, there weren't a lot of shows that had a lot of modern stuff, it was more like. Um, Trinity Blood and The Angel of Edelheim and um, animes like that, which have a very hark to a very Victorian, almost like vintage era with a lot of detail and glitz and glamour in the costumes, as well as like armor work and, and, and prop work, amazing prop work. Um, and so then they apparently had a total of 30, 30 different nations come and be represented at the World Cosplay Summit in Nagoya this year. Um, and the winners um, were actually Indonesia, um, doing uh, their costumes of Trinity Blood, uh, Seth and Kane from Trinity Blood with a choreographed battle and a backdrop and all this other stuff. Um, it was really cool to watch a bunch of the videos and things of that nature. They do little interviews with the people. And basically what you have to go through is it's kind of in stages. So first you'll apply, you'll have all your stuff kind of hammered out. Um, you might not have the costumes finished by the time you apply because you have first your entries. So you do a first entry, which is kind of like the first stage. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of have the finalists um, from that particular nation get picked out. And then they have like uh, another competition. And then there's the last competition, which is the one that tends to happen at the, the big finale kind of thing. Um, from what I could tell, the people from Indonesia had been working on the costumes that they did their finale piece for over four months, which is not a surprise. Um, costumes of this grade, I could see somebody taking up to a year to make. Um, the quality was very, very good. Um, you could tell that they were definitely professionals or they at least knew or had the knowledge of what they were trying to achieve really, really well. Um, uh, unfortunately, I didn't see the U.S. placed in the top three. It was Indonesia, and then I want to say the second nation that had placed, um, it wasn't France. France was third. Oh, Denmark. Denmark was second. So it was mm. Indonesia, Denmark, and France were the top three. Um, I want to say that the U.S. probably made it into the top ten because they had a lot of really good stuff but in all honesty it didn't i i could not find references to it and it's probably because it's there, there's not a lot of that kind of news that's out on the net right now i had a few friends I had one friend who was judging it um and then other friends of mine who were either participating or um, very heavily involved with it um and it it was really cool to see all the work that went into it um and it's been a very hard year, honestly. If I had to judge it, I think I'd, I'd have a really hard time choosing. Um, the, they had love everything from Love Live to Trinity Blood. So honestly, like the, the, the breadth and depth 
of cosplays is not limited. Like, there's no limit. And it's not just um, a competition for, you know, people, you know, where some people will think, oh, gosh, you know, Japan's always going to win it. No, definitely people from, you know, European nations, people from different different countries and things of that, you know, nature are, are can win and, and do. Mm. Um, like Mexico, um, twin cosplay won last year's cosplay summit. So... Um, if you're interested in high-quality costumes, you want to see some really cool videos, some really cool skits and stuff, you can check out World Cosplay Summit's website. They also have a Facebook page specifically for the USA one, and I think they have, probably have the other ones, the other nation's Facebook pages as well. It's really cool, and um, I hope you guys enjoy. But that's basically it. Mm-hmm. And in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Bob Coffee asks, did America get robbed again? something like that I have been told that supposedly there is a prejudice against the US when we make it to to represent or something like that somebody was telling me that I don't fully remember the whole thing but if I know that there was kind of an issue last year but I don't think it's so much that they have a prejudice against just Americans competing mm-hmm. I feel like it's a prejudice against I mean, unfortunately, racism is pretty rampant over there, mm-hmm. and it's not just racism, but it's also sizeism, sexism, and the way that you represent an anime character. If you go to Japan, um, there have been a few articles in the news lately about cosplay, not that I pay attention to this or anything, but um, that bullying has is at an all-time high um, for people who do cosplay, and if you don't have the right body type, eye shape, hair color, bo- uh, you know, build... Um, you know anything you'll be bullied and it's it's so much worse than it is in the states um and there are people who go on diets and have food um food illnesses like mental illnesses um people who get bullied so badly that they um they just they either lose weight or gain a lot of weight Mm -hmm. to try and fit the character because it is so much more about being the character over there than it is about having fun um so, yeah. You think we'd know better than this by now? Us as a community, I mean. No, well, not really. It's not even just that, though, Ari. It's actually just the mentality. I mean, if you go to Japan, the mentality for a lot of more casual things is done in such a business way. And in America, we've kind of got the availability to kind of be flexible with it. We're a little bit more able to find people who have a like mind of, oh, yeah, you know, we'll do a group costume and it'll be fun, you know, and everybody's costume doesn't have to be movie theater quality, you know. Um, But in Japan, it's, you know, if it's not movie theater quality, you better move on because your costume isn't even worth a spit, you know. Um, Because people in Japan... um, it's very different. The world of cosplay is very different in Japan. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, it is. You know, so I'm just hoping you know things things will turn out for the better. Because I know there was a falling out with uh, Reed Pop and WCS, which is why they did their their own thing where you know you went a trip to Japan. Period. The Crown Cosplay Championships. You know, it was only like at two or three of their uh, Reed events. So. I don't even think they're doing it anymore, so. Uh, well, you know. 
along. Um, Ari, talk about this thing of cup of noodle. <clears throat> okay, Bandai has announced new edible line of Ultraman merchandise. Cup noodles that transform into Ultraman characters. These Ultra noodles launch on August 6th and are individually priced at 850 yen or about 844 US. Six different characters will be featured. The original Ultraman, Ultraman Zero, Ultraman X, Ultraman Belial, Balton, and Demaga. The Demaaga. After the three-second transformation, the characters battle for three minutes while their contents are cooking. Okay, the original Ultraman, the Ultraman Cup, and the Balton Cup will contain ramen noodles. The Ultraman Zero will contain yakisoba. And the Ultraman Belial Cup and the Demaaga will contain donburi. Ooh. You know what these remind me of? What? You know how back in the 80s when McDonald's had those little those little transformers that transformed into different, like, McDonald's food products? Oh, they came into Happy yeah. Meals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from these things. Yup. I feel like I wouldn't want to battle with them, though, when they contain, like, boiling hot water. That just seems like a really bad idea. But honestly, I kind of need all of them. So, in other <laughs> words, you have a mighty need. I have a mighty need <laughs> for my Ultraman merch. Uh, I never guessed you to be an Ultraman fangirl. Oh, man. I love all the vintage mech. I love all the vintage old school stuff. Like, uh, I, I grew up watching it, so it's like some it's like a special part of my heart. Like, I love the derpy animation. I love the cell quality. I love the character building and, like, the depth of the character building and... The, just the, the storylines always seemed, like, so more creative. I don't know. I love yeah. 80s anime and 80s cartoons, so, it, you know, Ultraman is, is very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> oh, then wait till we do our September uh, back-to-school episode, which pretty much will kick off Season 5 of our amazing podcast. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. So, just remember, Ichigo, I, I do need to know cartoons you enjoyed growing watching as you were growing up oh man strawberry shortcake for sure like the 80s version not this weird new whatever no no no, no. I, don't, I don't do the new stuff and oh if, god and if i if i do the playlist just right both you and mako chan will be like lip syncing with um to the songs while holding a brush while singing into it probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, now speaking of hairbrushes and singing, we're going to flip things over to um, voice acting. We're going to talk about a voice acting competition. The winner of this competition, she was inspired by Himoto Umaro-chan's actress, which I have watched the first few episodes of. It's actually pretty good. It's like, it's a, it's comedy touch slice of life. So, so there's, a there's a talent company called 81 Produce. I don't know why it's called that, but anyway, 81 Produce. They recently held their final round of its Next Generation Seiyu Discovery auditions. This is their 10th year, and they just did this about 10 days ago. I mean, 8 days ago. And this time, they had no age restriction on it. I would assume normally you have to be 18 or older. So, the grand prize winner is Hikari Torio from Osaka, Japan. And you want to know what the amazing part is? Do tell. She's only nine years old. Hmm. 
I mean, honestly, not that surprised, considering the age range that they're looking for for a lot of voices in anime nowadays, mm-hmm. and the character that she won as. I mean, it's a little girl who dresses up in a hamster blanket and drinks Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, it's cute, and I, I think know. it's awesome that she won, but I feel like she definitely, as long as she did a good job, she probably had a shoe in. Yep. Now, for the acting part of the audition... She recited her her line. Oh, the recitation of her lines were precise and with apparent talent, which is great. Now, for the vocal part, she sang "Lion" by uh, Sayu Mayan. Uh, Mayan has done collaborations with, uh, I think, with Macross. She actually, I have some of her albums. She's, I like her. Now, her performance won her the Joy Sound Prize. Um, she also won the elementary school prize and the 10th annual commemorative prize. And she'll be performing on the children's television show Ohasuta. And she was quite, you know, enjoyed and full of tears about this. She was happy, nervous about the whole thing. And this was her first time doing an audition. And that's really good. So... What it was, she decided to apply for the competition because she was inspired by Amy Tanaka and her performance as the obnoxious younger sister Umaro Doma in the anime Himoto Umaro-chan. And which is interesting, Tanaka is managed by 81 Produce. And she too won an award for Best New Actress for that same role back in March. So I bet you they got a chance to meet, so I think that was pretty cool. Uh Uh-huh. Alright, and I think that's, I think we're actually done with the news. Um, yeah, other than that, Ichigo, we talked about the 2020 Olympics and tattoos in Japan and all that good, all that tasty goodness. Tasty goodness, I love me some skinning. Alright, we're gonna go ahead, open a Skype line, so if you have any questions about tonight's show... You can give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time. Now, while that is coming up, I'm going to go ahead and go into the open forum topic. And, and I'm happy to say, we actually have answers tonight. But, um, oh, oops, I hit the wrong button on that. Shit. Alright, here we go. The open forum topic is where we ask you a question about a topic that pertains to tonight's show and, and uh, anime conventions or anything along those lines. If you don't want us to use your real name, uh, please put a different name before you post your answer and we ask that you keep it civil. And um, speaking of civil, um, we actually have a call on the Skype line. Hi, bitches. And you may speak. I don't want to speak. Then I'm going to hang the phone up on you. No. No, no, man. It's cool. It's cool. I got this. We're going to do like a mind meld. It'll be fine. All right, Ichigo. (laughs) You're responsible for this mess. 
Oh no, I don't want to be responsible for other people. I need an adult myself. Like, I can't be an adult here, adult, Ranma. You don't understand. Well, you're the one that says you're going to handle this. You took responsibility. So, dang he, it. Here's Mako Chan's leash. Mako, you better behave. Bark, 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 bark. Bark, 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 Whatever. I don't think she was going to be a chicken, because I have a chicken army. That's fine. No, I think she was trying to be like a Shiba Inu. Yeah, good luck with that. Hi, Mako-chan. Hi. So what are you up to, and why are you not on the show tonight? I am currently hanging out with DJ AJ for the annual uh, music fest shenanigans yeah. in Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's basically it. Music and drinking and fun. Lots and lots of Pokemon too. Mm -hmm. So, so how many Pokemons have you collected? I haven't caught anything yet, but I can sit in her living room mm -hmm. or on her front porch and hit three Poke stops without having to move. Okay. You're living the dream out there. Yeah, there's so much crap out here because it's, I mean, it's an entire historical town. So there's Pokestops all over the place. Yeah, at least y'all are, are, are keeping the, the historical stuff as is, you know, you're respecting it. Unlike some people out there, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, did you notice the things that I bought today? Um, I saw you finally got your Crystal Pepsi. Yes, I bought all nine bottles in the store. Oh, damn. I, I went in, pulled, cleared out the whole column. You just, uh -huh. like, sweep them up all, all in your arms, you're like, I'll take these, and just walk off? No, I did that for the first six, then put them down, went back, and got the last three. None just, shall have these. It's just as tasty as I remember. I might have to grab it. It is very tasty. As tasty as you remember. What? You were. You were like they're not exactly the same. Well, it comes close, you know. Yeah, it's not exactly the same, but it's it's not it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yay! Need, I need to get another roll of Crystal Pepsi. So I could take a picture in my fridge, have the Sprite remix on one side and the Pepsi on the other, and tweet to them, thank you for giving me an amazing summer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting to think that the Sprite remix is, is, is permanently back, because limited time offers on soda usually doesn't go more than... I mean, it's been six months now. Well, I can't find it anymore. Still available around here. Well, I can't find it anymore. Well, that's because Jersey sucks for something like this. I don't know. Wait. I don't know. All right, so before we get let you go, how much booze have you had? I haven't had anything today. I'm shocked. Yeah, we... When I got in, I couldn't find decent parking. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to drink until I, you know, had to move my car and all of that. Mm. And then by the time I moved my car, um, I'm just, I'm so wiped from work and then getting here and all of that. So, 
Um, AJ went back down to the festivities, and when she gets back, we'll probably have a couple drinks. Okay. Because she can't drink too much while she's out anyway. Gotcha, gotcha. Because, unfortunately, she is, uh... She's walking around with a walking boot cast. I can see her with the boot cast and the cane and drinking and just hitting somebody with the cane, calling him a young whippersnapper. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, we're <laughs> saving our drinking for... For late night. Okay, alright. Have fun. Which... Don't... Yeah. So have fun. Don't do anything stupid, and especially don't do anything stupid, part because the uh, anime jam session and Vogue Network has no funds to bail you out of jail. Mm, I won't be that stupid. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, don't let Rondo rub close. off on you, but I'm too late. Uh, I might come close, but I'm not going to be that stupid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Marco Chan? Hmm? What was that, Marco Chan? I said I met. That's what I thought. Anywho. Let's get back to the open forum topic. And end up steering off the damn page. Whoops. Anywho, like I said, open forum topic is where we ask all of you, the fans, a question um, about a topic that pertains to tonight's show, anime conventions, or anything along those lines. If you don't want us to use your real name, put a different name before you post your answer, and we ask that you keep it civil. Here is this week's open forum topic. Tattoos. What anime gaming tattoos do you have? And if not, what would you get? K-Chan says that she can't get one due to fear of needles, but if she had to be the geek, she would have to get the brand of Naga on her shoulder or the Knights of the Blood Oath on her hip. Oh, the Naga brand. Good call. Uh, Kelly says she plans to get Jigglypuff with some music notes. Totoro and the Sailor Mars sigil. Okay, that's cool. She's also considering getting Princess Mononoke's necklace tattooed on her chest as a printed necklace. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. Onto Mark says he wants a pulseless C brand on probably on the inside of one of his forearms. Another good one. And Kelly goes back to say it would be hilarious to have a Phoenix Wright style objection tattooed on her ass, but she's not brave enough for that. That's really funny can, if, you, if you think about it. I can only imagine the kind of context where that would be appropriate. Just think about it. <laughs> I'm also imagining a bunch of other things, but this is not the uh, the porn episode. Nope, not yet. That won't be for a while. <sighs> and I have this odd feeling, Ichigo and Makochan will be like trading back and forth on suggested hentai titles. While we just sit here and stare. But anywho, uh, let's get back here. Um, 
we're going to talk say anime gaming tattoos. Well, if I had, if I too have a bit of fear of needles, but if I didn't have a fear of said needles, I would actually get the Ranma one half Japanese logo on my upper bicep or by my shoulder. That that would probably be the only thing I would probably get if I actually chose to do it. And I would probably get it with the um, male connotate kanji. Because in the video game, one of the video games, there's two different uh, kanjis for Ranma. So I would get, probably get the boy type one to see how many people get it. Well, it's also a gender thing. Like, like yep. Katakana and Hiragana are, are gender riff, like honorific genderly, like oh, language-wise. That I did not know. Like, that's, there are two, I mean, there's not just levels of formality in Japanese, but there's also levels of gender. Gotcha. Um, because, uh, like, one is more aggressive, whereas one is much more feminine. Oh. Um, it's more passive. It's more soft. Um, and it's just really the, the, the way the words are formed and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. But as far as, like, nerdy tattoos, um, mine don't go so much into, like, anime nerddom so much as, like, cosplay nerddom, I guess, would be what you might categorize them under. Right. I've always wanted, like, a really pretty set of... A pretty set of what you were breaking up? <laughs> Ichigo, that was entirely robotic, and you have to say that all over. Okay, I am so sorry. I don't know what's going on. I think my audio card might be going out, too. Yay! Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I literally do not know what's going on with this computer today, because it was totally fine all day. Get the and panels now... for this computer! Don't you die on me! Don't you die on me! I'm just going to shake the shit out of it, but I'll probably lose my adapter again, so I'm not going to do that. Don't pull a Homer um, Simpson. <laughs> but anyway, um, mine is more of like cosplay and textile nerd. I, I consider like any type of thing that you're really fascinated with to be like nerdy. Um, I've been into textiles, so mine are more cosplay oriented. Um, so what I'd want to do is get like a pair of tiny, really pretty scissors on the inner part of my wrist. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, I'd get like a needle and thread. Um, but that's just more so because of my sewing nerd and the fact that I really think that those things are pretty. Um, but they'd also fit in, like, I don't want them to look too out of place because I do the Japanese fashion. Mm -hmm. So I'd want to have tattoos that if I first... It's real, it's happening again. Ichigo, it happened again. Okay. Oh boy. 
we're not gonna have a repeat all of that because if that happens again, I might punch. I might throw my fist through them through my computer to hit hers. So no. And in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Rajay says that I broke Ichigo. No, not this time. Not this time. Hmm. And she says her computer is dying. So we're going to go ahead and continue. We're going to push along, try to get the, wrap up the show. And then I'm, after the show, I'm going to help Ichigo try to get her machine back up and running. So let's go ahead and get into the next part Tattoos. of the show. Yep. Strange news from Japan, and I have to say, okay, Mako-chan got some interesting ones. You want to take the first one, bro? Um, yeah, as soon as my... Okay. A man robs a convenience store and asks employee to call police. What? Yeah, a 20-year-old man robbed a convenience store in Fujisawa, Kanagawa Prefecture, and then asked the store employee to call the police to come and get him. According to police, a suspect, Tomoya Takahashi, entered the Lawson store at the west exit of Sujito Station around 9 a.m. Saturday. Sanaki Shimon reported that he threatened the cashier with a knife and demanded money. <clears throat> After receiving 49,000 yen from the cashier, Takahashi stayed in the store and asked the cashier to call the police. Nobody was injured in the incident, police said, adding that Takahashi has so far declined to give a reason why he wanted to be caught. Well, alrighty then. I don't know what this guy's thinking. Neither do I. <sighs> I got nothing. Now this next one... Yeah. A flasher shows a Pokemon Go playing schoolgirl his Diglett. Oh my god. Yeah, those are not the Pokeballs she was looking for. Police in Fukui Prefecture are reporting that a high school student was approached by a flasher while playing Pokemon Go in the local park. According to her statement, she was walking through the park around 10.10 p.m. on her smartphone when a man in his 30s approached her, pulled down his pants, and actually showed her his legit pocket monster this it seems that this is the latest string of accidents involving players distracted by the popular new game the police counseled Pokemon Go players to remain alert to their surroundings particularly when walking alone at night and to merely run and call loudly for help or phone the police if they see anyone acting suspicious okay and at the bottom of this article, it says, I know you've got to catch them all, but, but stay safe out there, trainers. Perhaps you should try these Pokehon devices to keep your hands free for self-defense. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm taking the last one then? Yeah, because I don't think uh, Ichigo's going to be back for the rest of the show. Team Rocket's blasting off again to make the world a cleaner place. 
Surama Park in Nagoya has embraced its identity as one of the most important spots for Pokemon Go players in Japan, thanks to the Pokeball-shaped design when seen from above. Both so many trainers come to visit, some amount of litter is impossible to avoid. Who would you expect to come around and clean it? Ash and his friends? A bunch of Grimers and Mucks? Nope, it's Team Rocket. <clears throat> so, let's see. So, is a member of Evil Team Rocket having a change of heart, or is he... Or is he caught trying to steal Pikachu and this is his punishment? And according to some of the Japanese netizens, like, don't be fooled, he's collecting garbage or recycling to a mecha. Wait, so Team Rocket were the good guys this time? It was just a slow day for stealing Pokemon. Come on, guys, Team Rocket's goal is to take over the world. They're just clean, so they have to rule over an, they don't want to rule over an unclean earth. <clears throat> Between Sur Suruma Park and Nagoya University turning into a real-life gym, Nagoya seems like the poker place to be. And with Team Rocket there, it may also help explain why a certain stolen Pikachu strapped to a truck was heading to Nagoya in the first place. Although, to be honest with you, I could totally picture Jesse and James doing something like this. Same here. Let me just look at something real quick. One second. Okay. Oh, that'll work. Alright. Okay. Um, Ichigo is probably not going to come back for the rest of the show because of her, her computer's acting kind of wonky. So, what we are going to do, we're going to go ahead, take our last break, and then... Um, wrap it up and call it a night so we'll be back
You know what, Ari? I think this is the first time we've ended the show with just the two of us. First time I can remember in a long time, anyway. Exactly. So, let's make it a good one. <clears throat> yeah. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, we're independent podcasters, we do this for the fun of it. So if we're telling you that we like it or hate it, we're telling you straight up. If you want a paid opinion, the starting price starts around $10,000. Hey, opinions ain't cheap. So if you have any thoughts for us, you can drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com uh, where we post all of our convention reviews, links to photos, videos, review, anime reviews, and cosplay tutorials and cosplay interviews, all that cool stuff. Um, our Bacchano review by Rose is up, uh, so you definitely check that out. And I believe later this week is our Anime Next report, so definitely... Tomorrow. Wait, tomorrow. Even better. It's going to be up tomorrow, so by the time you hear this again, it'll already be up, so swing by and check it out. Um... If you have any troubles getting onto our website to get to our podcast, you can find this at Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry Groove, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos, cosplay interviews, um, industry interviews, and so much more. So definitely swing by and check that out. If you want to interact with us on YouTube, you can find me at youtube.com slash S. Ari is at Ari22682 and you can find Ichigo over at IchigoGami. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session is our official Twitter page so you can follow us there for updates on our website, uh, conventions we're going to, podcasts, and all that cool stuff. So it's Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. If you want to interact with us on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DigivanMess, the Ari Man for Ari, and IchigoGami for Ichigo. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To all of our fans, I just want to say thank you. We really appreciate you for all the likes. So as long as you can like our page, our, our posts, we're going to bring you more content. That's how we're going to do it. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at uh, Facebook.com slash IMDJVonMess or guy, Ari uh, Rockefeller or Ichigogami. As always, we're here on the Vlog Network twice a week. Live on Tuesdays at 9.30, with a pre-show at 9.15, and Encore Thursdays at 2. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. So you definitely want to check out the Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, Guys on the Show, and don't forget... uh. The new Pokemon podcast from from um, Vogue Network Productions, Pokestop Podcast. Definitely check that out. So we'll do quick last words. Uh, last words, Ari. See you guys in Baltimore. My last words. I think I'm gonna have another Crystal Pepsi and help um, Ichigo get a computer up and running. So yeah, that is it. End of list. We are getting out of here. So we'll be back next week with the whole crew. We'll definitely be talking about Otakon. I'll be hearing more about what I missed and me getting ready for Otakon 2017. So I'm Ranma. And I'm Ari. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Don't worry, Ari. I won't make you say it.
Good night, Ari, man. God damn it, Ari. Fuck. I won't do it again. Is that a promise? Yeah, sure. Cool. Good night, everybody. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs>